0: It's the Locked On Flyers podcast for Friday, February 23rd, your daily dose of Flyers news analysis and high quality content that's ready as I'll ever be for a couple of afternoon games against division rivals.
1: Yeah, afternoon games. Why not? Your Locked On Flyers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey
0: there, and thanks for making Locked On Flyers your first listen every day. I am Rachel Donner. You can find me on the app, formerly known as Twitter, at rmiriam. I'm here, as always, with Russ Cohen, who's on all your favorite social media apps at Sportsology. We are at Locked On Flyers on Instagram, Threads, Blue Sky, and Twitter as well. You can find us over on YouTube, on the SiriusXM app, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe, you'll get our latest episode as soon as it's available here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And before we dig into things, just a quick programming note. we at locked on are having some backend systems changes over the weekend so our monday episode it'll be up on youtube at the normal time usually dropping uh, right about midnight and uh it's just the audio version that will be delayed a little bit you won't see that in your feeds until a little after noon on monday so uh don't be frightened it will be there we promise you Um, We will be talking on that Monday show about the weekend back-to-back against division rivals the New York Rangers on Saturday and the Pittsburgh Penguins on Sunday. Uh, Both games in the afternoon, not the early afternoon, but the middle afternoon, so lots of awkward timing for everybody (laughs) involved. But it's the 3 o'clock game on ABC and ESPN Plus on Saturday, and then it's a 3.30 game on Uh, TNT slash uh, streaming on Max. Uh, So we'll have the national broadcast for both of these game. Uh, The turnaround will be quick for the Flyers on Sunday as they are home on Saturday on the road in Pittsburgh on Sunday. So this is a very tough back to back here for the Flyers.
1: Yeah, no question about it. I, you know, I get why ABC wants it in the afternoon uh TNT I'm not so sure. I'm looking at their schedule as we speak. But ABC I get it. That's something where uh you know they probably show their Saturday morning cartoons, then probably a fishing show, and then maybe racing. <laughs> and then they get around to the NHL, right? So, but yeah, this is a this is a tough one for them. Uh too tough. You know, it's it's like you're probably going to expend more energy against the rangers but then it doesn't matter what the penguins are doing it's 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 a rivalry game so it's like that makes it tough so yeah i agree it's one of the tougher weekends that they'll have coming up uh just to say what they have going on uh oh i see uh i think that sunday is hockey day in the u.s yes okay that's why. yes that's what's going on this weekend. So that's so. fair. So that's why it's on in the afternoon for TNT. So the kids can watch. I, I like that. That's I'm good with that. So yeah, a little awkward timing. Um my Sunday afternoon lunch is gonna get cut a little short now. That we usually <laughs> have we usually have a nice lunch, you know, like a nice leisure. You know, now it's gonna get cut short. But that's okay. For hockey I'll do it.
0: Absolutely. Um as far as, you know, the flyers going into these couple of games there's been some continuing conversation following the game against the blackhawks where you know he specifically john tortorella praised uh that third line quite a bit that's got uh hathaway and kates on it you know especially since hathaway scored the goal right kate's made some really good plays and i i don't think he shouldn't have Praise that line. It's just that you look at what the Farabee Frost TK line did in that game, uh, both offensively and defensively, for that matter, especially because they got a lot of top minutes against the Bedard line and played them pretty successfully for most of the game. Um, The fact that, you know, he didn't say anything specific about them and their quality of play.
1: Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to try and interpret john which is never easy to do what i think he wants to do here is that first goal was like a weird goal right that could just happen to anybody so i think he's looking at this game like we only scored two goals against the blackhawks and these games coming up we need to score like four goals in each of these games at least three to win the game legit goals and he wasn't getting that against the blackhawks so i think he's you know punishing the guys a little bit without the praise just to kind of make them try that much harder. I think that's what this is about.
0: Yeah. Like a little passive aggressiveness yes. there. Yes. That And, uh, you know, I, I wonder about these things sometimes because you, you wonder about the level of expectations on different players. And so if he goes out of his way to praise Garnet Hathaway and Noah Cates, which again, don't disagree that they deserved praise in that game. Like, is there something going on there, too, where he feels like those guys actually need it more than, tra- like, Travis Konechny knows who he is and how he plays and where he stands with John Tortorella. Like, he just doesn't need to hear it. But maybe Hathaway and Cates need to hear it on the positive side of things.
1: Yeah, Cates definitely, because he's really having an underwhelming year here, uh, borderline disappointing. So I think I think he is still trying to get Kate's going. Look, Hathaway, he's got to justify him. So I don't mind him doing it for Hathaway. He's got nine points. I don't know how many I expected him to get, but you know, you would hope he would get 20, and he's on the edge of not being able to get 20. So I think between him and Cates, he's thinking if I could get these guys going even a little bit, the secondary scoring would take a lot of pressure off the top two lines. And I think that's, that's the thinking.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And I think that's really more how you got to look at it and not exactly what the play was of those particular guys in this game that it's more about the messaging yes. overall. And and I think you're right in terms of looking ahead to this Rangers Pens combo weekend there and saying this was fine guys, but you got to step it up against these two teams.
1: Right. There's going to be a level you hit with the Rangers. Uh depending on who plays, we'll talk about that. But a level you're going to hit with them that, from a play standpoint, has to be higher than what you gave in the Blackhawks. And then there's going to be an emotional level that you're going to hit against Pittsburgh. That's going to be higher against Pittsburgh than even against the Rangers because the hate is there. Like that hate still exists. And so that, you know, there is a a thing there. Like, you know, that's fair to try to get them pre-prepared for that.
0: I absolutely agree there, and so you know when we're we're talking about John Tortorell and what he says, there's it's like he's a multi-layered individual, yes. and there's many reasons why he's saying what he says. And sometimes he says nothing, and sometimes he says a lot, and there's uh, reasoning for all of it. Um, I find it kind of fun trying to figure all of that out and in, in what he's trying to do.
1: Most of the time, I find it fun. Um, sometimes I I find it annoying if I. Don't like what he did. Like if I just find it distasteful, but he hasn't been that distasteful this year. Only a couple of times.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just a little news item from around the NHL. The bigger news that Austin Matthews scored his 50th goal of the season. Uh, find it, you know, pretty easy to predict he would have done it, given the fact that he got two hat tricks in a row to get him up to close to 50 pretty quickly over a a week long period and i was just thinking about it because you know the last time we had a flyers player to get over 50 goals was john leclaire in 98. that was a long time ago yeah that was my
1: guess uh look they just don't have that caliber of player mitchkov's not going to score 50 either because he's not like a, a purebred goal scorer he does everything So he's not going to be a 50-goal guy either. So, yeah, they don't have that guy. That's just plain and simple. They just don't have that guy. And they haven't had that guy in a while. I suppose if Jeff Carter kept staying, you know, going up and up and up and up, you know, maybe he would have had a chance. But I'm not even sure he reached 50 ever.
0: The last Flyers player to, to score over 100 points in a season, of course, was Claude Giroux. He did that in uh 2017 2018 and you know that was when he was in the heart conversation that year and him being in that conversation was well deserved but yeah he wasn't gonna get 50 goals as part of those 100 points he was definitely more of an assist guy
1: in 0809 carter had 56 and 84 points with the flyers and that's that's as good as it gets i don't I don't think anybody's going to beat that number. It's a hard number to get.
0: Yeah, it really is. But um, hopefully someday a Philadelphia Flyer will reach that pinnacle again. Uh, in the meantime, the Flyers do have the weekend games against the Rangers and Pence. We're going to start with the New York Rangers coming up next. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. They leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Listeners of Locked On Flyers will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Locked On. Just go to Indeed.com slash Locked On right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on Locked On Flyers. That's Indeed.com slash Locked On. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On Monday's show, the Weekend back to back will be the main topic of conversation. Plus, we will have our nemesis of the week. The New York Rangers, since we saw them last, uh, we saw them on Black Friday, where the Rangers won that one three to one. Um, Most recently, uh, we've seen the Rangers have a really good stretch They have faltered a little bit and then have since gotten back on the horse, so to speak. Um, They are looking real good, 8-1-1 in their last 10. They're top of the Metro. They're fourth in the NHL uh, with one game in hand on Boston, and they're one point behind Florida there. We talked about them uh, yesterday uh, pretty extensively when we were talking about the power rankings for the locked-on NHL uh, group. And they haven't had a ton going on. But they did extend Johnny Brodzinski for two more years, which is well-deserved. Um, he's stuck with the Rangers, um, and they gave him a one-year deal. And I, I think, you know, good on him for all of that hard work. Yeah, it's going deserving.
1: Back we, we've talked about him the last couple of years. And without Philip Hedel, he's really he's filled in that third-line center role. So that was a, um, a big potential vacancy for them. And he's filled it. So I think that that's good
0: philip is still on ir blake wheeler as we know is likely out for the season um but is technically on ir right now so um they've also called up brennan offman mm-hmm. from hartford and we've seen a lot of his play uh, watching the phantoms oh, yeah. and brennan offman man just a machine has like basically could score at will against the phantoms so um you know that's nothing to sneeze at having a, a guy bin, like him uh, but,
1: the drive to get yeah. to the net but a really good shot physical yeah he he will help the rangers and it could end up sticking because they do have a, a spot for a winger right now a spot open
0: they do and panarin and vc um as of recording are game time decisions For last night's game against the Devils, Uh, we are recording before that game, so we don't know um, exactly. They could be maintenance
1: days for them.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll see. But that was part of the reasoning for the Othman call up is just in case uh, one of those guys couldn't go. But man, and the Rangers are making it happen against all sorts of teams. You know, they won against the Dallas Stars, of course, that spectacular comeback. Win against the Isles in the stadium series. They won against the Habs. Like, I just really feel like they're up for it and at the top of their game no matter who they're playing.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, first year's Peter Laviolette always locked in, right? I mean, he's been really good. And so it's not surprising we've seen that before. So you had that. Now, looking at things, one of the only true weaknesses of the Rangers may be that their penalty kill is seven, but then that would require the Flyers penalty kill to rise to the occasion, right? So, yeah, you know, the Flyers may be able to kill off most of the Rangers power plays, but can they actually score on the power play? I think that's actually a key thing for this game. I think they're going to have to do that. If they go like 0 for 2, 0 for 3, they're probably going to lose the game.
0: Yeah, and so the Rangers have a fifth ranked power play at 26%. Um, That seventh ranked penalty kill is at 82.3%, which actually is pretty good. It's pretty good, so, but I'm
1: just finding you a small weakness.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. The The only thing where the Flyers, and this has been true consistently for much of the season, that the Flyers actually get a significant percentage of high danger chances, that they're very good at that. Lately, though, The finishing, well, Yes, that's true. The finishing has been a problem. And lately, I wouldn't say this is the case. But they have both of these teams have similar expected goals for percentage, looking at all strengths. So like the Flyers do get opportunities and the eye test would bear that out. I think we've seen at times them struggling with finishing and at times they don't get second third chances, right? They can't clean up or have those like dirty goals in front of the net that they're more getting those good chances and high danger chances on the rush
1: yeah i think taking the blackhawks out of it because they're not in the league of the devils and rangers and other teams those teams have done extensive video work to work against the flyers rush technique and it's been working in the first period of most games and it's been working better the last i would say what three games or so so that's something Mm -hmm. to watch because the flyers are going to now have to do their own video work to counteract that because the league is is starting to catch up with that. And that's, you know, that's something where, like I pointed out, uh, we saw the Devils leaving a defenseman back on the power play so they don't give up an odd man rush there or potential shorthanded. And the Rangers may do the same thing too, because if you have someone like Adam Fox, Adam Fox can do that because he's a good enough skater that he can still get up in the play or he can play back like that. So it'll be interesting to see if they employ that too, but I have a feeling they might.
0: Yeah, I think that's a a really fair point. And I think that when you're trying to match up against a team like the Rangers that have skill at both ends of the ice, that, you know, if you're going to get driven to the outside and, you know, the Flyers have like one fast guy per line, like your two and your three forward are going to have to get caught up and make space in the middle. To get those chances that maybe they're going to miss, not having on a, a pure rush opportunity.
1: Yeah, another thing that I noticed from last game, and, and I know that um, York went into Couturier a little bit, but this is still something that's constant. Uh, if Couturier gets too deep in the offensive zone, he can't get back anymore. His skating's not good enough, and I think the Rangers would try and exploit that because they have a lot of they they have a lot of good gifted skaters on that team. So if Couturier is on the ice and they know that, they could try and stretch the ice on that, and that's gonna that would make it tough. That would make it difficult because I've noticed that yeah, once Couturier has got the puck in, you know, it's a half court offense. He's great. He knows how to handle yeah. it around the net. He knows how to get to the net and everything else. But getting there sometimes is a battle.
0: Right, and and that's why against the Rangers, more specifically, he's going to have to win those face-offs. Like when he's out yeah. there, he's got to win the faceoff and then drive toward the net to be part of, like, controlling that play or or be, like, the puck support that he needs to be because the Rangers have the skill to, you know, to get in there and and steal the puck.
1: Yeah, it's, and it's not Sabinejad who's their best face-off guy. It's Trocek. And I think he's in the 60s, and he's taken, like, I, I want to say it's an inordinate amount. It's probably, like, 1,200 already or something like that. And so that's that's what they have to watch out for. He's oh no, I was I was wrong. But here's the here's the number though. He's taken a thousand fourteen and he's at sixty point seven. He's won six hundred and sixteen. zabinajad who's technically the number one center, has taken seven hundred and forty-eight. <laughs> Quite a difference. So you have to beat Troch yeah, Uh especially in the defense in the offensive zone for the Flyers, if you want to keep things going and keep the offense going. And in the defensive zone too, sometimes because you know, they'll use Zubinijad, um in the offensive zone. They might not use him as much in the defensive zone because that's a, a a thing where it's defensive, right? You want to get that puck, get it out of there, get up the ice. And so that's a key matchup too.
0: Right. And you look at the Rangers' top two lines, right? And I'm, and I'm not like discounting the third guy on these lines. When you have Zubinajad and Kreider on one line, and Trocek and Panarin on another line, just assuming Panarin plays, that's t- that's just tough to like, how do you put like your best counter opposition to that out there when you have two lines like yeah, that?
1: Yeah. And I give Johnny Lazarus credit on Twitter. He showed something. Lafreniere has been playing much better this year, but sometimes people just look at points. And what he was showing was at least one or two videos where La and this is very Owen Tippett like, where Lafreniere will set up Trocek and he'll just miss the net set him up for a perfect Mm -hmm. shot and he'll just miss the net and so that's where you do have to watch out for lafreniere because he's very strong on the puck now like physically strong like this guy is very very strong uh and he's still got that the great hands so you know he's not gonna like kill you like panarin but um if the puck is in motion he's actually pretty good at, at setting up uh scoring chances so that's another thing you have to watch
0: This will be a tough one. And then the Flyers got to turn around and face the Pittsburgh Penguins, who are in a bit of disarray right now. You don't say. Uh, We will get, yeah, we will get into that coming up next.
1: Today's show is sponsored by Ibotta. Grocery bills are so expensive these days, but now they don't have to be. Start getting cash back on your grocery shopping with the free Ibotta app and get cash back every time you shop. Ibotta is a free app. It gives you the most cash every time you shop on hundreds of items, from grocery to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 a year, so you can buy that flight you've been eyeing, that game you're dying to go to, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much with Ibotta. Just add your offers in the app, upload the receipt, and get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join over the 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code LOCKEDONNHL when you register. Just go to the App Store or the Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use the code LOCKEDONNHL. That's Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use the code LOCKEDONNHL.
0: LOCKEDON has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. LOCKEDON Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of LOCKEDON, plus national shows covering every league. Go to LOCKEDON Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe. Pittsburgh Penguins uh, have had the upper hand on the Flyers this season, Uh, but that being said, they are a complete and total train wreck right now, for lack of a better word. Um, They had sort of a big press conference uh, with Mike Sullivan and Kyle Dubas earlier this week, and uh, Mike Sullivan is flailing. He just does not know what to do with this team at this point
1: no I, I think Dubis is doing a good job because he's basically like listen it's on you guys you don't play well somebody's getting traded maybe two of you guys are getting traded and so i think the flyers are going to face a desperate team and and that sometimes can be dangerous that's what they're going to have to be ready for a desperate team and you're coming on the back to back right you're coming on the second half of a back-to-back they're going to be desperate even someone like jeff carter may be desperate i'm joking here but i'm just saying Watch out for their guys because, you know, they don't want to get traded. So we'll see. We'll see how engaged they look because that sort of has been an issue. And then we'll see how the goaltending is. I don't know if they'll get Jerry. I don't know if they would dare play Jerry back to back. I'm not sure what they're going to do.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm assuming Urson is going to play against the Rangers and Peterson's going to play against the Pens, right? I would think so. Yeah. So, but there'll be an opportunity, I think, for both of these teams to play whoever they're calling their number one goalie at this point. Yeah, it's going to be tough for the Flyers uh, either way on the, on that front. But um, I think that you know it, it's also been tough for the Pens because of injuries. Jake Gensel is on IR right now. Uh, Noel Charry is on IR it's just been it's been tough they put colin white on waivers he was claimed by montreal
1: yeah White's been around man so yeah maybe they just felt like you know at this point addition by subtraction yeah
0: i think so um i think that you know it's interesting because like one of the things that has been plaguing the pens this season is their power play and given the personnel that they have you would think it would be much better and it is a dreadful power play, but it's still marginally better than the Flyers power
1: play this (laughs) season. Yeah, I mean that's a great stat. Um, Yeah, you just don't know. You can't count on it being lousy though, right? When you're you're matching up against them, you can't count on it being lousy. You still got to cover the guys that need to be covered and still have to play it a certain way. So, again these are the games you worry about Sidney Crosby because he can do things that a lot of guys can't. Uh, with Sam Erson, he's going to be a real pest around the net. He's going to try mm-hmm. and bang the puck off him. He's going to try and rush, charge him, get the stick into him. He's going to do all of that to throw him off his game if he's playing against them. What you said, it might be Peterson. If it's Peterson, then it could be worse. I I will tell you, I don't have a lot of confidence against Peterson for, you know, facing the Penguins just because, even though they're not good this year, the caliber of guys they have. That's neither here nor there right now.
0: Yeah. And one of the things we talked about uh, in the last segment about the Rangers, I think holds even more true against the pens and that despite everything, the pens are still great at face-offs and we know that they have the guys to do it. They're at 55%, which is pretty darn good, I would say. And so, especially when the flyers are having face-offs in the defensive zone, like they're going to have to be extra careful defensively to make sure that this doesn't convert into set play goals.
1: Right. No. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, there's going to be times in that game where they're them losing a key faceoff could be a big part of the game. So yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to watch out for. And it's there, so it's not like gritty can travel and do anything about their annoying mascot iceberg. Who, I, again, I'll just want to basically string them up every time I hear that stupid air horn through, through the uh, TV while we're watching this game. No, it's it's really annoying in person, but it's I don't know if it annoys you, but it annoys me on TV still.
0: It doesn't really bother me okay. that much compared to um, actually the view from the upper deck of that arena. I think it's really just, the rake is really terrible and disconcerting. But <laughs> all of that being said, I think you know, one of the other things that's been a point of contention for this Pens team is that they've struggled in one goal games. So they're 7-8 eight, and 8 in one goal games. The Flyers are 12-5 and 7. Yep. So much much better in close games. Yeah, I can see um, that. The Pens are The Pens are tied for the league worst in games ending in overtime win percentage. Um they have not been good there, but that being said, their goaltending has been good enough this year in addition to their defensive play, that they're allowing less than three goals per
1: game. Yeah, they've lost some leads, though. That's something recently. Mm-hmm. Um Listen, this is not a gimme. It's not a Chicago Blackhawks game. You don't know what their mental state's going to be. If they come in, you know, like, hey, this is a Stanley Cup game. You, you've got a big game ahead of you. And this is coming off the back to back. So this is where, again, <laughs> I'm not a, I can't even I can't even go and say like playing eleven seven eleven seven is a good thing, but I mean I'm staying away from that, Rachel. I am just whatever they do, they do. But if I see eleven seven for both of these games, I'm just going to be gritting my teeth, man.
0: Especially in the second game, oh, yeah. uh, if if they're if the forwards are worn out yeah. from the game against the Rangers, they're going to need to like even that out a little bit and again
1: yeah, he, I think to, he, he could he could expect to play like 44 45 minutes of hockey this weekend
0: yeah i think so i think so uh but yeah especially in pittsburgh it doesn't matter where the standings are uh even though the pens are you know second to last in the division right now just have yeah. to mention that because it's true uh, but yeah. it is a true fact Uh, But, you know, like you said, the Pens and the Flyers generally, you know, step it up a little notch and it should be feisty. Both games should be feisty and fun this weekend. So regardless, I think it's going to be a fun weekend of hockey uh, for all of us. And I look forward to it. I look forward to talking about these games on the Monday show. And as a reminder, like I said at the top of the show, it'll be in your YouTube feeds on time at midnight. Uh, Monday morning, a little bit later in your audio feeds at about noon on Monday. So if you want to get a jump on it, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And as a reminder, I always want to hear from you. So if you've got mailbag questions for us, you can send them in via Twitter at LockedOnFlyers. You can email us at LockedOnFlyers at Gmail or comment on our YouTube channel. I am Rachel. I'm on Twitter at RMiriam. That's R M I R I A M.
1: I'm Russell at Sportsology, S-P-O-R-T-S-O-L-O-G-Y.
0: Have a great weekend, everyone.